Hello, everybody. Welcome to the official Candy Podcast. My name is Ron Kuchler. I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of Candy Magazine. I'm joined by Billy Noche, my co-founder of Candy, and our own candy girl, Laura Young, also known as Giggles. Hey, guys. What's going on? So, big, exciting news, guys. Exciting news. We are now officially on the iHeartRadio network. Can you believe it? People Look actually want to hear us talk. Look at that. I know. Yeah. We're, we're building an audience. So you got us on iHeartRadio. You got us on Apple Podcasts. You got us on Google Podcasts. You got us on Spotify. You've got us on SoundCloud and Podpeak. We got everything covered. Wow. New listeners. Welcome to all our new listeners. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello, everybody. We have a special guest this week. We're going to bring him in right away. He's actually our other co-founder of Candy, Steve Stala. So let me get him on the line, and uh, we'll go over my week's topics. There we go. Let's find, I can hardly let's, wait. Let's find Mr. Let's find Mr. Steve. <laughs> we and Lori are right together. Jinx. Okay, we're calling him. He picks up. Steve. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up? What's Welcome up? Welcome to the official Candy Podcast. Oh my God, the official Candy Podcast. Hey, yeah. why don't you tell Beef? You tell Beef all the stations we're on now. Oh yeah. So I'm not sure if you heard this, but we are now on the iHeart Radio Network. We just got added to their podcast stream. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. And we've got Apple Podcasts, we've got Google Podcasts, we've got Spotify, SoundCloud, and Podbean. We've got it all covered. Sounds like we're moving on up to the east side, man. I like it. I'm telling moving you. on up. We're covering 27% of the world. That's pretty good. <laughs> and before I get into my topics that I want to talk about this week, guys, I have a little surprise for one of you. So Giggles... I knew it was going to be for me. How come she gets everything? <laughs> we just put out issue 99 with our uh, first ever Miss Candy. And, and I remember Billy was raising the ridiculous comment last time about a Mrs. Candy. And that's not the, that's not the surprise. <laughs> Thank but, God. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going back through because I'm working on the 100th, 100th issue, which is going to come out in January, and it's going to be a compilation of everything that we've done over our first nine years. And I realized that you've shot with a lot of photographers for Candy. So, I sure have. Sure have. So what we're going to do is, you know, wait until January for our Candy readers is a long time for another issue of Candy. So in the meantime, we're compiling a special edition. And the special edition is going to be the best of giggles. Shut best up. Best of giggles. I love it. I love oh it. Oh, my God. It's oh going to feature photos from all your different candy shoes from over the years. How amazing. Well, this is just exciting. And if you call in the next 20 minutes, you'll get pictures of beef, too. <laughs> you guys don't want pictures of beef, I'm telling you right now. But you shot... You shot, you shot with Justin Price. You shot with Mike Prado. You shot with Mario Barbario. Woo! Shot with uh, Volker. I mean, uh-huh. you've shot with a lot of different photographers. Candy. Is it, that it? 
Well, is that it? (laughs) 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 That's quite quite a few photographers. That's all I know. Well, you know, there could always be more. We, We could add a new one. Well, that's the next surprise. That's the next surprise. <laughs> well, this, this, I love this time of the year because this time of the year is when we actually feature Giggles quite a bit in the app and in the magazine because we get that holiday shoot that she did many years ago. I think it was the first one you shot for us. And those photos are, are timeless. So they're going to stop popping up again inside the candy app. So what you're saying oh my is God. Sandra's oh, little those, helper. Those, little, those oh, are the, very fun. With the candy cane, I remember that. Yeah, the candy cane. Yeah, Santa's sexy elves or sexy helpers with her and Alexa and Sierra. Yep, those are those after Thanksgiving will be popping up again. So everybody's gonna want giggles underneath the tree. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, nothing like little giggles under the tree. Well, that's Ryan's Christmas wish. So. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Giggles will be on everybody's Christmas list. Naughty or nice. Too bad I don't have one of those like OnlyFans sites, so I could be like, just give your husband this, or I don't even know how that site works, but um, sure <laughs> Steve does. Call it out. It's like the elf on the shelf. <laughs> it's like the geek on the street. <laughs> so, I, so I thought maybe we uh, we do a little topic where what we haven't done since the first issue. And, Steve's uh, got to go first. Well. Well, it's, it's not going to be Jeopardy. It's, it's just going to be different topics that I'm picking out. I'm picking oh, I see. You give me all the hard games, and then he comes on, and he gets to take a cakewalk. Well, we'll do a, little, we'll do a speed round of Candy Jeopardy since you said you're on a time, Mr. Celebrity, here on every freaking rock radio station across America is on a time. <laughs> I got listen, calls. Listen, we're just lucky we got him on our show before he went big because yeah. he probably would have been like, mm. Hey, I'm just learning Zoom and Skype now. I've got a lot of a lot of these to do every day. Oh my gosh, should we start doing like once a month we do like a video one, like a video podcast that we do on YouTube? Giggles, you just ruined Ron's surprise. Well, I was going not- to bring it up at the end, but that's okay, yeah. All right. Wait, really? Let's see, that's going to that's gonna scare people, I think. So. Um, scare people. <laughs> I think you just told Lori nobody wants to see her. <laughs> oh, come on. So, you guys remember Mutual Omaha's Wild Kingdom? Yeah, that old oh, yeah. guy in the, in the beginning, yep. Was it Marlon Perkins? Yeah, it was Marlon Ooh. Perkins, wasn't it? <laughs> Marlon Perkins. Dude, I got this stuff, man. I got this, this useless knowledge. <laughs> and, and Marlon Perkins. He, he sounds like the owner of Cracker Barrel. <laughs> well, he used to film a lot of those back in the Florida Everglades back in the day when it first came out. I don't know if you remember that or not. And if you follow me on Facebook, you know I'm, I'm fascinated with this, what's going on in Naples right now. You have these alligators popping up. So you guys see the, the monster alligator that walked across the, the golf course in Naples? Yeah. No. No. It looked, it looked like something from prehistoric times. It was that big. I think Paco's ball went over there and he got the ball and then Paco took a drop. <laughs> Is that what it was? That's what it was. No, oh, how, how about the dude that jumped in the in the thing and saved his little dog from the alligator the other day too? That was crazy. Yep. That's the okay, next wait. thing on the list. That was the next thing on the list. The baby croc that that had the see. We know things. Did the, the guy play? have like a stogie in his mouth? Yeah. He never dropped it, right? <laughs> that, like he was underwater. I mean, the, the, the thing was underwater. All of a sudden, you see him pop out of the water with the with the dog and the croc, and to, the stogie in his mouth. Yeah. And the story yeah. was still lit. The, guy, the guy's a legend. Oh, you haven't seen Beef do that. 
I've done some things with stogies in my mouth, dude. <laughs> oh, dude. The dog's fine. The guy had a fucked hand, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I bet. That's just wrong. On so many levels. Which part? Uh, oh, what Steve just said. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> so, B, one reason I wanted to have you on the call this week was because way back when, a few years ago, we were talking about Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. See it now? 19,000, Gooch. I saw that. 19,000. And I think, it, I think it was earlier this year was 8,000. I don't and I, I, and I think it was around 8,000 when we talked about it a few years ago. I'm, I'm, I got one in 117th percent. <laughs> Is that what you got? <laughs> just a bit. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> so, like I just got that. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It's like that Friends episode when uh, the girls are all sitting there thinking they're thinking if they have a plan or not, and Phoebe goes, "I don't even have a plot." Phoebe <laughs> knows all about uh, Bitcoin. I know. So, fill us in on Bitcoin, Steve. So, tell us a little bit about this. Oh, you're going to want me to get you into blockchain technology and everything? No, no it's just. Wait, 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 no, I mean, how, how, how do people redeem it? How do you, I mean, how do you. I mean, people buy it, and then what do you do with it once you bought it? I mean, the cool thing about it is there's, you know, there's a lot of apps like Coinbase and Coins, and it makes it really easy to to purchase any type of cryptocurrency now. And it's, you know, it's pretty much an app. You can hook it up to your credit card or your bank account, and you can buy fractional shares, and it's uh, it's pretty cool. And I think recently, um, the reason for the recent spike is there's been a lot of a lot of institutions and finally giving it some legitimacy, and um, and and now you can actually. Uh, you can buy it through PayPal now as well. So that really kind of opened up the market. So, uh, yeah, just uh, there's so many killer videos on YouTube just on the whole concept of uh, cryptocurrency. But, yeah, I think uh, here's, what, here's what's even crazier is you can now fund your online poker account with Bitcoin and they'll pay you in Bitcoin. But so, you, so when you want to cash out the Bitcoin, what do you do? You I have no idea. I've never no, done what, that. So but. what you typically do is they, they have like a, a unit pegged to the dollar called like a dollar coin. And you can essentially redeem um, at, at, you know, different cryptocurrencies. And you typically convert it back to the dollar um, crypto unit. And then you can just turn that right into regular fiat money. So what's so what's back in this? Because like you know, like the U.S. the U.S. dollar is 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 backed by these Federal Reserve notes, which are backed by air. Uh, that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day. Uh, Going back to the gold standard, Cooch. Dude, go back. Get, get, get the freaking silver standard. I'm telling you. Um, like that. That's. It. I mean, we lost our, our Fort Knox gold supply is gone. Everybody thinks we have all this gold in Fort Knox. It's gone. It was transferred to whatever. But anyway, so, so what, what backs Bitcoin? I mean, so what what what's what's back in this currency? Well, it's just really it's just really everybody having faith in the um in the in, in the unit itself. You know, if everybody believes that you know something's worth something, and they're gonna you know that's, that's what it all goes down to. Man, I had a I had like a two hour conversation drinking scotch with my brother on this. He's just like, dude, this is this is not real. How can it happen? I said, dude, back in the day, you know if. The Dutch, hey, tulips were worth just as much as gold. You know, if everybody believes and everybody wants to, you know, there's a limited amount of it. It's, 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 it's you know, there's a finite amount that could be produced based on the algorithm. And uh, we'll do beef, we'll do beef's Bitcoin 101 on another episode of uh, of the podcast. But no, it's just really just everybody believing in it, and um, and uh, it becomes its own, it becomes its own currency. That's literally the most sketchy 
thing I've ever heard in my life. It's just, it's not it's sketchy. Well, well, what's the difference it. between you know? I mean, I don't know. Gold. Gold's got some intrinsic value. I, I'm just saying, like that. I never, the, I never got it either. Idea is that we're be- it's a belief in something. So like it's it's a belief that like this person's not just going to take all of the money that everybody funded in there and run with it, right? Is that the hope? I mean, like, well, it, it's not. We- it's not that every the thing with the whole blockchain technology is every time a Bitcoin is produced, I mean, it's all traceable back to that particular unit. So everybody in the blockchain could see where this stuff is moving around. It's not like you, you can't print any more of it. I mean. There's, I'll find a couple of cool videos. There's some very but like, like what Bitcoin about stuffies. hacking? Oh, you can't. It, it, it's the the whole technology is amazing. I mean, it's just you can't. You really can't hack. You really can't hack. If you can solve the algorithm. You know, you you earn the bit. But no, it's 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 cool. There's some really cool stuff out there, and um, I think everybody should just pop on YouTube and just look at Bitcoin for dummies just to kind of get the concept of blockchain. It's pretty cool, but it's it's so cool that you know now it's. Uh, really shooting up and people around the world are getting getting wealthy on uh, air <laughs> on air i mean on an algorithm it, it, i guess yeah i mean i honestly i mean it's just like the it's like is, say it's like say here's one dollar i'm gonna give you a dollar and then a year from now it's gonna be worth a thousand dollars what about what stephen hawking said like be wary of technology basically passing us up becoming smarter than us and realizing that they don't need us then isn't couldn't that like <clears throat> potentially happen in a bitcoin scenario where like eventually the algorithm and that like the um god what do you call that okay, well there's when stuff happening and there's stuff, there's the ai happening, art, like when yeah, the artificial AI intelligence smart. there's stuff happening <laughs> artificial intelligence right now where the uh it's getting to a point where it's it's actually beginning to uh uh, evolve beyond humans and thinking um, beyond the programming. So that is a very scary thing. And, and I think I posted something on my Facebook just on a tangent here about <laughs> they took a monkey and they spliced human genes into the monkey's brain. Did you guys see that? No. That's no. good. Yeah. 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 Some scientists took human genes and they spliced it into a monkey's brain. So you know, basically, Planet of the Apes, which we thought was just a start, would be never happening. Well, we're going down that path right now, thanks to science. So, but like, also, the science that we know about—that's just what they're what we're being told. So, if they're already that advanced with scientists who are like unclassified or declassified, rather, imagine classified science. What's happening, and how far they actually really are. Wow. Yep. <laughs> it's like it's like what know, happened to mutual Omaha's wild kingdom? <laughs> Dude, I'm just I'm just thinking like of the whole weird science thing with Kelly LeBrock and like remember Bill, remember you and I tried to do something in the basement like that once just like yeah. Yeah, build your own build, build your own candy girl. Wait, you know, what? something crazy, man. Not just I'm just I digress. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Went from monkeys to Kelly kingdom. LeBrock. Like really this got weird. <laughs> Well, and let, let me just ask you this. So, so kind of like on the mutual wild kingdom is, um, is I, I've been rewatching, you know, I've been binging on Yellowstone again because it's back Great up on here. Yeah, I know. My friend up. just told me to watch that. Well, Sopranos meets the wild, wild west. Dude, I haven't seen that. Oh, you got to watch it. Dude, you love it. Yeah. Okay. So I started watching that again and, uh, it made me ask, I have a question. I want to ask each one of you and see what your answers is. And I'll tell you what mine is. But 
What's the most cowboy thing you've ever done in your life? <laughs> Dude, um, I can't even go there. I know I can't, but I'm Dude, trying it's to not think. Brokeback Mountain is that is that is that thing called like the Reverse Cowboy or something? Was it? Yes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Lori's not saying anything. Okay. Well, I'm because I'm thinking we're talking about like cowboy, like like like, uh, like with a like with a lasso, coach, like with, like a real cowboy. Whatever coach. pops in your mind, like whatever okay. you, you hear the word cowboy, like what what's the most cowboy thing you ever done? All right, here I'll go. I used to go to horse camp when I was little, and I'm a very skilled horseback rider. And I used to do. I used to compete. <laughs> okay, I used to compete in something called vaulting. It's literally gymnastics on a horse. And I had I won grand prize, and I actually mm-hmm. my yeah I won grand prize. You you vaulting? Okay, so wait, so you're doing like what are you doing? Splits and upside down handstands and, and yeah, they have like a they have a special um they have a special saddle that has like all kinds of different handles and hooks. So you can, like, oh, that's going somewhere, in. beef. Yeah, it's like definitely handstands, like laybacks. I honestly I don't like remember my routine. I was a little girl and um. Uh, I, I don't remember like any splits, but do your parents have video of this? <laughs> no, because it was, I was so young, they didn't have video back then. But I have a trophy. <laughs> there was video back then. What are you talking about? There was video cameras back. Then. There was eight millimeter. Me and Beef know about that. Oh, I I know there was like video cameras, but my parents are really old school. They didn't even have cable or a caller ID or like call waiting or anything but a rotary phone. Like, we didn't get a cordless phone until it was, like, they didn't even do cordless phones anymore. Like, people stopped having home phones, and they were like, oh, we got a cordless phone. Like, Oh, it's like somebody today saying, I got a VCR. (laughs) Yeah, my parents were always like that. I never never had cable. I never had, like, when I was grounded, they knew that I was on the phone if they called from work and it was busy because they didn't have call waiting. So, like, I I think that's a conversation of why were you grounded? Oh my god! I was grounded all the time. I was on. Why? What were you doing? My mother called it all the time. My mom says, "Oh, you loved being on restriction. You loved it." Like, what do you mean I loved it? Like, what does that mean? What what were you doing to go on restriction? Anything. Oh my god! All the things like talking back, going too far away out in the neighborhood, being out too late, like talking to boys. Teenage girl. You have a teen. You had a teenage girl. You know what they're like. Yeah, I was. She was. She was. She was. She was. Yeah. Okay. I was a lot, and my mom was really. Hey, and beef so beef had three of them. I know. You guys know exactly what it's like. See, I'm fortunate. I'm not a dad, so I don't have any kids. You're a dad to Malibu. I'm just a crazy uncle that goes and riles up this up this nephew. I can't even be a dad anymore. He's 17 now. 17. Oh, Tony, the years went by so fast. Unbelievable. Oh. That makes you what, like oh. 68 now? Oh. Back to Cowboys. So you guys, come on, you gotta give me something here before I tell you mine. All right, well, Lori just did hers. Steve said reverse cowgirl. No, cowgirl. Girl, girl, girl. girl. Not a cowboy, dude. That's the broke back. <laughs> but you were doing the reverse cowgirl? <laughs> no, that's when the chick's like, I mean, you know, it's like you're kind of like looking the other way. <laughs> Oh my god! You don't have to explain it. <laughs> well, Bill, Bill, we we used to go on those fishing trips all the time. You you've done some kind of cowboy esque things. Typically, yeah, yeah like, it's typically like blazing saddles, like Mongols yeah. on the fire. That's what I'm thinking, man. <laughs> Riding ponies. 
Billy's done nothing cowboy, so he's he's the city folk, huh? Yeah. Like farmersonly.com, like you know, city folks just don't get it. <laughs> that's the thing, that's the most cowboy you've done is on the farmers only. <laughs> I went to a dune ranch when I was a kid, went horseback riding. And I, I think I wore here's what I remember most is I went horseback riding with sweatpants on and I couldn't walk for a week afterwards. <laughs> it sounds about right for a version on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the only time Billy's kind of been without words. Uh, yeah. That hurt. Okay, so here's my, my mom story. bought a horse when she was nine years old. Was it a pony? Yeah, it was a pony, and her and her sister saved up from like cleaning. Her sister was eleven, and they bought a pony from a dude for like a hundred bucks. And then they took it to the stable, and they didn't have any space for it, so they had to take this horse home to their parents' house or her, their mom's house in um, Huntington Beach, and it was raining. And so she had the horse horses in Huntington up. Beach. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> they had to take this pony to the backyard, and I guess they were trying to hide it from their grandma or their mom, my grandma. And um, they it, it was raining, so it kept coming up to the like door, like slipping on the concrete. And eventually, the the their mom saw it. And was like, what is this? Me and Beef used to have to hide girls at his mom's house, but hiding a pony is a completely different thing. Cooch, I want to hear your story. What's your cowboy story? So. I have a buddy of mine from college, a fraternity brother. Oh, this is something that broke uh, back mountain already. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know, you know, if you meet, follow me on Facebook. We we've kind of been going back and forth on the whole politics thing lately, battling each other. Anyway, he uh, he had a friend of his, and the guy was the guy was a the guy was an actual cowboy. And so every year they get a new uh, I don't know if you call it a herd cow of 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 new uh, herd that comes in. They've got to brand it. So one year, he said, hey, you want to come up with me? I, but it's, it's, they're branding the herd this year, the new herd that came in. And, uh, you, you know, you can see what it's all about. I'm like, okay, that's cool. He goes, wear jeans and boots. I said, okay, no problem. So we go up there, and I go, okay, what are we doing? And they said, grab the calf over there with your buddy. So we would grab the calf, and it was our job to hold the calf down where they'd come over with the branding iron, and they'd stick it into the branding iron, into the calf, and put their mark on the calf. And they would do it towards the hind leg where we are holding the, holding the calf down. So for six hours straight, you're sitting there holding these calves down. They're getting branded. And you've got the smell of uh, burnt flesh. I thought this was going to explain what happened to you. You got kicked by a few horses. No. This is, I'm giving you my cowboy story. I was a real cowboy for a day. My job was to hold this damn freaking calves down for six hours straight. They come over and they would brand it. And, you, and then once you, once you were done, they would feed you a steak dinner and it would be burnt. literally horrific and it would be burnt i didn't eat meat oh, dude, i don't think i can do that I don't you know what i gotta do for a steak dinner going to beef's house <laughs> not that story i don't think i could do that man that would freak me out well i think some of what i was doing is i just you go up there you show up and they say go grab the calf and you'll and hold it down and so you'll I was like okay i'll hold it down and all of a sudden you see him come over with this big iron it's all red hot and everything and they freaking put that in and you can't get out at that point you can't say okay i'm done i'm not doing this there's no way you got a man off yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? well, I, I, I think i think cooch won the cowboy thing i think Lori with her cowboy gymnastics is second and then yeah. uh and then my little thing and then, <laughs> and then billy yeah <laughs> 
I don't that, mind being that, the last cowboy. That was my uh, so that's my uh, that's my cowboy story. I'll always have that memory. I got But here's what's crazy is I'm the only one living in cowboy land. Yeah, I know. So what's going on down there in Austin? Ah, dude, this mayor out here is a is a, is a liptard. He's trying to he's trying to just ruin this. He's trying to try, he's trying to make Austin into California. Yeah, what is this? So beginning on, on December fifteenth, there's a two thousand dollar fine for COVID offenses. Yeah. per day yeah. and per violation. That's what he's trying to. That's what he's trying to. Now again, I'm not in Austin, so that doesn't apply because it's a different county. I'm in Williamson County, the one that had live PD in it. And those cops don't take any crap, and they actually don't put up with any of that type of liberal type of stuff. So where I live is good because they don't put up with that garbage. But people that live on the outskirts do not really care for the Austin way of living. Well, it just makes me think about, you know, that. And then I keep seeing Biden keeps posting about dark winter. Every day he talks about a dark winter. You've got your guy in Austin, and you've got yeah. the mayor. Remember, the mayor remember the city. we can make this a political pod, but, I mean, he ain't my president. Well, you know, I mean, I just want well, yeah, to talk about these, like, you know, with, with de Blasio, you know, he just turned into came from the dark night, right? right? These guys are all a bunch of freaks, man. These guys are all going to get what they wanted and people Check will see point. what's going to happen. Checkpoints and bridges going into New York City to catch violators on travel? Come on. Idiots. Idiots. Dude, I think he takes it to meanwhile, dark meanwhile, because it gets, it gets dark later, earlier. <laughs> what? He don't know what he's talking about. He's so schizophrenic. Dude, it gets dark earlier. That's why he thought, calls it the dark winter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, man. That's what he tells himself. That but let me, Bill, let me ask you a question. I was looking. I, I was going through the recent candy run with that Sarah Sinclair. She's got a vegan sushi place in Austin? Yeah, she's got a vegan sushi place in, in, in Austin. And we never got into detail in the interview with her. As well, far as what that find is. out but, where it is and I'll go check it out. Oh, Billy, why don't you check, that, check it out? But the last thing I want to do is eat vegan sushi. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm all for, like, you know, being a vegetarian and stuff. But vegan sushi, the only thing I want is sushi salmon. What are you going to make me? Some tofu salmon? No, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Not the same. It's like these people that want these impossible burgers and this impossible meat. You know, I'm going to get a meatball. I want meatball. I'm going to get a burger. I want a burger. I don't want to have this impossible plant-based crap. And as good for our environment as it all sounds to, you know, limit and reduce yeah. the amount of meat intake is like, what are we putting? What is, what are you putting in that, that meatless burger to make yeah. it taste? Because I know it's not just vegetables. So like it's what kind good. of chemicals are being put in there? Did it's you say good. poop? Good. No, it's good. Did you see that South Park episode with the integrity oh, burgers? And the guy <laughs> says, the guy's like, I'm the goo master. And he, and he, he puts goo. He's like, he calls it all goo. And everything's made out of goo. That's great. Yeah, that's yeah, good for so you. Good. South Park is too good, too fast. I don't get it. Hey, but the McRib's coming back on December 2nd. <laughs> I, I'll eat that. Did oh, you see the South Park of, episode of the pandemic? Uh, God, I remember they advertised it, but I don't... Oh my god, it's an hour long and it's like pretty much on point of like what's happening, but in like kind of the funniest way possible. But there's they're just always so on point, so quick. And yeah, you guys do it like every week they write the stuff up as news is breaking, it just blows me away. It's insane. It'll be a Wednesday night and the shit that will have happened will have been from the day before, maybe even sometimes that morning. I don't understand how they get it 
out that quickly. But I guess they don't really have to. They, they don't really have to film. No, no, no. They don't really have to film it because there's no actors. Sorry. And we're we'll temporarily interrupt his mic. Steve is Binky. He'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it's pretty amazing. So, if you guys remember the last podcast, I told you that I had a weight loss plan, nice. and and uh, I think we've lost giggles. No, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. So anyway, here's how the weight loss is going. I, I told Billy last week I was up to six pounds loss. Um, and then I uh, I had my doctor's appointment, and I was I have to I have to change my nutrition plan. Because I need more fiber in my diet, um, so now I'm kind of like revising my whole weight loss goals. <laughs> I have Musel, to, Metamucil, Metamucil. Oh no, I had to. I have to conform to this new nutrition plan. I can't do what I was doing before, which was giving me the rapid weight loss that, I, that I've done in the past. So, uh, so now I, I got to get more fiber. That needs more ran um, in the diet, which doesn't work on what I've been doing. So. So now my goal is, is uh, <clears throat> 10 pounds by December 12th and uh, uh, 25 pounds by uh, end of January. So I gave myself an extra month, giggles. Rapid weight loss is not a healthy way to lose weight. Anyhow, it comes back and <clears throat> half of it's water weight. You want to lose weight slow and steady. And then it... If it comes back, it'll come back slow and steady. And then you can kind of check yourself a little bit better. So, like, losing rapid weight is, like, is novel. It's a great idea. It feels good. and It's nice to get it off. But it's well, not, not going to last. Well, but, yeah, I'm not doing – I'm not taking, like, anything to, to, to make it rapid. I'm just changing what my intake of food is. That's no, I know. You know when you, like, reintroduce, like, your, your breads back in, your sugars back in, then your body's going to, like, clutch onto those so hard because it's, yeah. it's been lacking them. So like yeah, you don't well, want to make your body lack anything, you know? Well, if the body's getting too much of something, you need to reduce the intake of it. So Yeah, just kind of like balance. So that's what I'm... So are you still going to lose your 10 pounds by December 11th? No, definitely not. <laughs> oh, that didn't last long. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I have to start over, I think. <laughs> you know what? And I, want to, I want to clarify something from the last time because last time you were complaining the fact that you won this bet about weight loss. No, and all we all we asked you to do was step on a scale in Indianapolis to, to prove it, and you refused to step on the scale. I did. I had my before and after from my home scale, which it doesn't matter if it's your scale. Tell me, it's a it's picture. It's Nobody, there's no witness. It's like these ballots that got cast in these in these in these. So like I telling you that like I went on the internet and found fake like scale. No, I'm telling you had I'm telling you had like one foot off the scale. You're or something. questioning my character. It's kind of like <laughs> interesting here. But no, I I step on scale what happened was I lost the weight, and then when I got on the airplane, and then when I started traveling, I started eating French fries again, and then I started gaining it back. So I'm like, I'm not getting on a fucking scale right now. I already did my weight loss. I did it. I won. Here's my 10-pound proof picture. If you don't believe it, then you don't believe me. And you know what? Maybe we're not. You were a pound. You were a pound. And besides, you were a pound short from what I remember correctly. (sighs) Whose friend are you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to clarify the record. That's all. Billy, are you there? I look look so good. I was so skinny. You were. Oh, yeah. I'm not disputing that. 
Not at all. Is that, is that the time when you guys had this thing with like, Indy during the race and the races and we got we all got together and you were having like the yes. yeah that's when Lori brought that stuff oh it was like <laughs> oh my god it was like it, oh my god she comes comes in dude she gets in early she comes to our room Bill what's up yeah this and that I'm like you want some vodka no I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat Ron's ass and it's weight challenge and all this stuff I'm like yeah and then she puts this thing in my fridge dude and, and she goes dude, I away swear God it was like a dead dog the next day it was like. <laughs> Oh my God! I don't know what she. Oh my God! So Ron, yeah, she was. was, so she was re- oh God, Lori. It was fish. It was swordfish. Oh, <laughs> no. Swordfish and broccoli. And broccoli. Oh my God! Broccoli. Oh my. <laughs> it God. smelled like ass. Dude, it was worse. <laughs> I ate that on the airplane, you guys. And we couldn't figure out what that smell was. Asshole. Imagine housekeeping coming in there. I must have thought there was a dead body in the bathtub. Housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> Housekeeping? Oh, hell, what's that smell? We'll come back later. (laughs) Come back later, please. Oh, my God. Yeah, but you... uh, I would... No, you should have got... Ron says you didn't get on the scale. I thought you did. No, get on the scale at home. I don't even remember there being a scale, though. I don't remember there actually physically being a scale in front of me, but I don't know. No, you you said no. This is whatever. It, it's it is what it is. So uh, you were a pound short anyway. So you're so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. You were a pound short anyway. <laughs> you want to hear something else, and that's that's perfectly fine for me. You know. So uh, I mean, I, I mean, I got all I've got on all I've got on this list here is, is all stuff that's going on right now with the election integrity with the with the curfew here in California. I can't believe they actually went ahead and did that. <laughs> Wait, so so what I'm trying to figure out is so COVID only is running rampant after ten and then yes. five. Yes, you have to watch it's it, everyone. Like, it's like out there. It's kinda like it's kinda like burglars and like other doers of evil crimes. Like they only lurk between ten burglars, and doers of evil crimes. Mm-hmm. Well in yeah. LA County or LA County, they uh, they suspended all uh, indoor and outdoor dining. And they actually had a press conference today to, to address the concerns about that. And the actual L.A. County Department of Health officials said they have absolutely no evidence tying outdoor dining to any surge in cases in L.A. None. So yeah. they're, like, they're like reverse that or they just no. they don't no, care? They said, no, this is this is it. We're, we're doing this based off of a CDC study, which did not tell the difference between indoor or outdoor dining. But we're still telling you restaurants they can't open their doors for, for customers other than takeout. Mm. Yep. That COVID, it gets you when you're eating outside. It's like Yep. Gotta be careful. Gotta be careful so, out there. So B, you're you're in Illinois and you can and um and you commute into into the city. Is is that still is that still just going on or they Beef commutes from his bed to the bathroom. Yeah. He doesn't have to go in. <laughs> Dude, I haven't I haven't been back to the office downtown since uh, I left for overseas trip in uh, February. Haven't been in my office downtown Chicago since since I left in February. So man, man, there's there's no commute. I'm in my house, man. Everything's they're nuts. They are nuts. What's going on though? What is going on on those subway on on the what do you call it, the L up there, don't you? 
Well, yeah, the owls like moves throughout the city, throughout the loop. And um, is there restrictions? Is there social distancing on that restriction? Yeah, I mean, there's really nobody on it, man. There's no, there's nobody on it. There's, there's a metro rail that comes out to the, you know, to, to the suburbs. Or I'm just outside of Chicago, and uh, I feel bad for the conductors because I mean they're just running the thing back and forth. There might be one or two people in each car. Um, but that thing really was the plague though, dude. I mean, I remember before just sitting on that thing and like, you're getting people just coughing all over you and stuff. It was, it was horrible. So, but there's, there's nobody on it, man. Nobody's going downtown. So you got to sit in the quiet car with the drinks. I know I do, but they're, they're, uh, but they're encouraging everybody to stay home. So, I mean, I don't even think we have a plan to go back to the office. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What about, what about, what about your restaurants there? Are they, are they open for dining? Or no. Our our our, fa- our famous governor, uh, Prickster, another jackass. <laughs> he uh, no, he's, he's he's out of this place in Florida and chilling. But um, no, they put us back on tier three, you know. So we're pretty much back to the lockdown with no more eating in restaurants. But but he's in Florida eating and dining al fresco. Yeah, dude, because he took his private jet to Naples and he's, he's an asshole. And do this. What it is is they're treating us like we are not humans. We're not citizens. We have no rights. They are above us, like de classe. We are this like lower class. They're like the bourgeoisie. We're going back to this like ridiculous time of life where we don't our, our rights do not matter. That shit don't fly in Texas. No, well, I mean it's... it seems to be flying pretty well because Californians have all flocked over there and you're messing up your stuff apparently. Well, they're trying to, but we're putting them all in line. Yeah, I don't know. We have like I'm a, I'm a Californian, like born and bred. I'm just kidding, but. Yeah, that's, no, that's what some of my Texas friends say. Like, tell your California friends to quit moving out here. Yeah, yeah, Illinois is pretty crazy. When I was Wisconsin, you know, took a hit a big spike too. But it's like there's a lot of people that live like right over the border, like it's Indiana and Wisconsin. It's just like they expect you to quarantine when you go three miles to cross the you know Chicago border on the on the lake. It's just it, it's it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, Florida seems to be doing fine. Everything's open up down there. People, you know, people get it, but they just go on with their lives, you know. And um, I, I just don't, uh, I just don't get these draconian shutdowns and stuff like that. So, uh, dude, my ninety-two-year-old father-in-law is is an assisted living. He's he he caught it, and you know, everybody that went to see him, tumble and everything, had, had the fucking mask, got everything else, and. How's he catch it? You know, it's just like, but he, he's fine, man. You know, 92 years old, you know, he's got diabetes and full recovery. So um, did, he get, it's not, did he get some sort of medicine to treat it? Or was no, it just, no, no, he wasn't on any plasma treatment. He wasn't on any therapeutics. Um, I mean, dude, I'm just, I don't know. People are dying, dude. I get it. There's some people, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's just, I think everybody's got to be able to make their own choice, man. Yeah. Uh, this is my theory on it. If you're sick or you're high risk or you're scared, then you should stay home and you should stay on the unemployment. Everybody else needs to go back to work, get back to your lives, and then that way the unemployment rate won't be so skyrocketing. It'll be the people that just really need it. Amen, sister. Can, like start surging the economy again because otherwise we're going to lose this country. And I, I have a feeling that's what some people want. I'm with you, man. Both my daughters went back to college. They got it within three days of both returning to um, different colleges, one in Ohio, one in Indiana. Within, you know, it's, it's amazing what these, you know, these kids are somewhat yeah. resilient, but it's just, they're, man, they're, they're all good. Yeah, yeah. Each, I mean, we, within a week of each one returning back to college, they, they both have had it. 
Did they have symptoms that they had, or they just had a test and they came back? No, they had some, well, you know, it's, a lot of it was that loss, like, you know, loss of sense of smell and, like, a little bit of a dull headache and stuff. But, you know, just all their friends, everybody, you know, from from their, uh, you know, sororities, there's people going out and stuff had it, you know, and uh, they pretty much quarantined in their respective apartments um, along with their roommates. And then, um, you know, within, within about seven days, everybody was good, you know, and now they're running <clears throat> – Donate uh, plasma because it's like three hundred bucks if you had it in terms of antibody. You know, college kids they need to get their white claws or whatever the hell. Wow. So actually, uh, I have a, I have my, I have a, I have an elective surgery planned for December twelfth, and because of that, I have to go in five days before that and get a COVID test taken. So I'm kind of finally getting your tubes tied. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> snip, snips. Um, so. Um, I'm kind of curious as far as how the tests to come back because I'm like, you know, I'm like in full lockdown right now. Like I'm not going to go down to see the family on Thanksgiving. I don't want to get this damn thing and not. Get Are you really it. not going to see your family on Thanksgiving? I, I don't want to get this and not have this surgery. I gotta have this. I gotta have this surgery done. I have to have this done. I, I got. I got canceled way back in March because of COVID coming out. Dude, you've walked all anymore. this time with three of them. What's the difference? Excuse me. Never mind. I can't wait any. I don't want to put this off again, so I want to get it done. So I'm getting this thing done, and uh, and I'm just curious how to test it. I have like I'm not interacting with anybody until I have this procedure done, and then then well, I'll go back. I saw that Elon Musk had three tests from or six tests from the same office, and three of them came back positive, and three of them came back negative. Yeah, I saw something around those numbers that he had both equal positive and, and negative tests. Yeah. See, that's what's BS, man. You, you can't even get a real answer about anything, about any question anymore. No, and then all three of those positive tests, they go through the CDC website as positive. as, as positive. So, like, they're, well, that's why it's a number. That's why I'm curious how this test is going to come back. You know, like, like who knows? If I have a little bit of a cold, and, I mean, I read that if you have a cold, it comes back as positive. You know, just think. <laughs> So, so Stuart had to get a surgery on his elbow because he broke his elbow recently. And he we went in, we took him to get his, his test for the COVID. And then, like, it came back inconclusive. They did the surgery anyway. And then they kept contacting us, trying to get us to come back and test. We're like, the surgery's over. Like, what are you talking about? Why would we <laughs> keep coming back and testing? Like, what? <laughs> How can it be inconclusive? <laughs> I don't know. And why would you still do the surgery? So obviously you're not doing the tests because of surgery. You're doing it for numbers. So it is Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And come back and retest. Why? We did the surgery already. We're okay. Yeah, but we have a inclusive test results. We need to come back. Well, <laughs> good luck to you. Uh, so I, I don't I, I don't think we'll get to the roulette, but I do wanna I do wanna wrap up with some candy girl stuff here. Um so we, when we started this off, Giggles, we talked about the different photographers that you had worked worked with. Um, the number. Um, you guys care to take a guess as to who the other candy girl is who has worked with the same number of different different photographers that Giggles has? Claudia. Irina. No. Tiffany. Eve. Dominica. Dominica. No. No. Anthony who? Ta. No. Selby. No. Um. Oh God, why can't I think of her name? Tiffany the singer. 
Because I said, what, what, Tiffany, who are you? I think it's a Tiffany. No, the girl who just... The, okay, Jennifer the girl, Irene. The girl, forgive me, but the girl who just did that, um, you just posted her 4th of July, like, pictures. She's, I know her name, and I can't believe I can't think of it right now. She's like one of your favorites. Come on. She has a little girl and a little boy. They're all my favorites. Was her name Lauren, Lauren something? No. Hold on. She's Kendra's best friend. Oh, Jessica Hall. There you go. Jessica Hall. I won. I won. (laughs) Okay, let's see see how she won. She shot with four different photographers. How many photographers can you name that she shot with? Four of them. Name name two, Bill. Mike Prado. Okay, Mike Prado. No. What do you mean? Never shot with Mike Prado. How about Aaron? Volker, 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 Aaron. Uh, Never shot with Volker. (laughs) Never shot with Aaron. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Mike, uh, I mean, um, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. uh, Mario. Okay, Mario's one. Mm. I think that's all you're going to get. Yeah, I don't know anybody else. Bill Peroni. Oh, that one guy. Oh, I know him. Oh, my God, Bill Peroni. Hey, Hey, get in the stance. (laughs) Tui Tron. Who? Tui Tron. That's not nice. You're not to mute people here. (laughs) I don't know how to cut that up. We'll figure it out. Uh, and, uh, have to put like a big old like beep. Like, I cut out his Martha Stewart comment last time, so I'll cut this all. This whole thing getting cut out. So and uh, <laughs> and uh, Raquel Sharp. Oh, okay. So she, I mean, really outside of uh, outside of Mario, uh, you know, she shot with with photographers that we really haven't worked with in a lot of years. Why? Is that just something that she wanted to do or something you were doing? As far as why? As far as what? Why you shot with these random people? We weren't random. We were starting out at the beginning, you know? So we were, we were working with Raquel quite a bit in the beginning. And and, 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 and Phil, Phil has always been one of my favorites, but he's now a... Uh, now he shoots red carpet for, uh, and for Getty, you know? So he doesn't shoot as far as I know, um, magazine glamour anymore, and uh, and then Tui, uh, he he shot Tiffany's Hoss uh, feature a few, and I liked it so much that I uh, that I I wanted to have him shoot Jessica. So I thought he oh yeah, really you know what? I remember now. He's great. Yeah, he's really really good. So uh, so they would they just they would just it was just random how we uh, we set up with all these guys. So. So the, so the last thing on the Candy Girls side is that over the years, we've had a few Playboy Playmates of the Year in the magazine. Can you name one of them? Okay. Any guess? Can we name any of them? Danny. Any. We had, we had a couple. We had a couple Playboy oh. Playmates who have been um, in the magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, Lindsay. Danny Mathers. Danny Mathers. Danny Wait, that Mathers. other one, that, that one from the, the blonde from the go- Vince Neil Golf Tournament. Okay, people don't know who that is. 
Yeah, the, she was on that, that show. Uh, Randy Roderick? Yes. Yep. Randy Roderick. <laughs> I won again. See? That was my guess. Danny oh, Mathers. God. Danny Mathers actually um, was a candy girl before she was a playmate. Um, oh, there we go. Candy incubator at its finest. So we were actually an incubator, um, you know, at, at uh, one time. She was uh, best friends with Claudia. Um, um, I, rem- I remember they were just the best buds. So there's actually a very uh, popular photo in our magazine of the uh, Babes and Toyland party of the, the two of them sitting on Santa's lap um, back in 2012. That was Santa's best moment. That's it was that that Santa's best moment. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no question about it. So, um, <clears throat> so those are a couple of big interesting tidbits that uh, I thought are interesting. You know, that to share from from the candy vault, as I as I like to call it. Uh, I don't really uh, I don't really have anything else that's really short to go over. All this other stuff takes a long time. So, uh, giggles. You got anything you want to? Um, Want to rant about? Um, just shop small this Christmas. Shop small business. Small businesses. Yeah. I actually have one last thing. I have one last thing on the Candy Girls things again. So, so before you were in Candy, you were in my previous magazine, Knockout, right? Yep. So, I was making a list. Check it twice. I checked it three times, actually. <laughs> that was in stereo. Going to find out who's naughty in that. There's, uh, there's been a total of six models that have been in both magazines. Uh, okay. And you're one of them. All right. So. Alexa and Claudia. Tiffany Selby. Time out for a second. Alexa and Claudia are both wrong. So Tiffany Selby's one. I Giggles is going to know this better than anybody. Jessica Hall. Nope. Uh, okay. Rick, uh, what was that girl's name? Yeah, Rick Hell, Richard, or whatever. Richard. No, no. Uh, how, about, how about Elizabeth Deal? Yep, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. No. What's your name? Nikki Gazian. Nikki, yeah. Good call there, B. I win again. What about that British, that British girl? What's her name? There's two left. Is, is one of them British? Uh, no. And I don't know. Irina Voronina. Oh. I bet you can't spell that. And one, I'll, I'll tell you who this last name is, is a name that we've said quite a bit tonight. <clears throat> Oh, Dominica? No. No, we didn't say that quite a bit, I guess. Randy Roderick? No. Jessica Hall. We already said Jessica, no. <laughs> her name up. I think I think Lori's secretly in love with her. She says her name so often. Oh Nikki. my god, that one that I always say her name. Nikki Lee. No. Oh, shoot. The other Nikki. Now, but now we know she's secretly in love with Nikki Lee. The <laughs> <laughs> quartering minds want to know. <laughs> yeah, the mind wants what it wants. <laughs> well, all right, she's in Orange County. Shoot. 
Jennifer. Ursula. <laughs> well, she's actually, you ever shot Ursula? I gotta clarify. She's in Southern California, so. Who? Ursula. Have you ever shot Ursula? No, I don't know who that is. Ursula Mays? She was that girl on um, Deal or No Deal. Oh um, no, never shot her. She's great. Tiffany Talk. Oh, a secret crush on her. You're so yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> She's fun, but no. <laughs> Every podcast she comes up, so I just like because she's just that one that like I know she's sold like as much or more than me. I know she's like really popular. She was a playmate. Like she just is an easy one. Like it's like if you don't have the answer, it's like um, what do you say? Like uh, you guess C. She's like the C. She's that C answer. Just guess it. Oh, like when you taking a test in high school? Yeah, like multiple. No, choice. like the D. C also. <laughs> Nikki Todd or Nikki Lee? They're my answers. When I, <laughs> I think they are. What do you got, Billy? Anything to close out? No, I'm good. Steve? No, just, it was fun hanging with you guys. Hope to do it again. Yeah, you need to get. You'll need to give us a class on Bitcoin better than you did tonight. So, right, well, you guys, you put me on the spot. Well, that's what we do here. <laughs> no, you did. I think he did a great job because I'm. I'm so do I. I think he needs to do it every day. week. <clears throat> but I'm someone who doesn't understand it, so it's nice to just kind of hear a little bit, and then later I can hear a little bit more. I can't hear it all right up front because I'm. It's just overwhelming. You can't hear a little bit about a little Bitcoin. Nope. I need. Yeah, I can't hear a lot of it about a little Bitcoin. I need to hear a little bit. Well, I, I just, I just need to understand how it's, what it's, what it, what's backing it up. So maybe we'll get okay, to wait, that. Okay, wait. But the other thing was, what about a video podcast once a month? Yeah, that, that you already brought that up. We go, we can, we can do that. Uh, we'll figure it out. You know, so no, no question about it. But I do think that uh, Billy, uh, what's the name of your band? Fun's <laughs> on fire. What's the name? Of the song that, <laughs> what's the name of the song that the Billboard Top Forty hit? Faced. And where are we at this week on the charts? Haven't gotten them out. They'll come out tomorrow. Wow. Where were they last week? Uh, 26, 28, something like that. Awesome. Okay. And that's the music that led us into it. And that's the music that's going to lead us out, guys. So everybody have a great Thanksgiving. And uh, catch up with you in a couple of weeks and see where our crazy world is at. Good night, everybody. Bye. See ya. Thanksgiving, everybody. Bye.